my trust in God is extremely strong. And I truly believe that he knows what's best for me. And whatever happens or whatever he decides, it's his will. Welcome back to Christ in All Things, friends. We are joined again by Don and Karen Meyer. Uh, Pastor O'Donnell is our host today, so I'm going to let him get us back into our conversation with Don and Karen. Um, I, again, I'm thrilled to have you guys here, and we're on. You've been part of the journey for us as a congregation as we do the whole marriage ministry thing. And I was fascinated to hear you talk about the start of your business. I did not know that you didn't take a paycheck for five years while you were working. It is, it, it's, it, it, and this would be, you'd been married how long when you started the business? Oh, uh, two I, years. We were married one year. We were yeah. married in 75 and the business started in 76. And so you, when, so when you were getting together, you were already, you had this in mind, you were going to do something. Mm-hmm. Well, I, 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 not not this business because when when Karen and I were talking about getting married and things like that, I had gone back to school and really got back into geography again and and started doing things in a lab doing soil analysis um, as indicators of now past you, human you're talking settlement. geography as in maps and stuff like that or not geology. Oh, no, geography as geography. in maps, but there are a lot of fields to geography, and some of it has to do with the physical nature of the landscape. Ah. And that physical nature of the landscape is where I found my niche. Yeah. And um, But then I also took courses in plant nutrition at the University of Wisconsin, and that really got me into doing the lab. And the thing that amazed me the most is here, yes, we're into marriage 13 months. I went and talked to my parents, and they co-signed a note for $36,000 in 1976. No kidding. For me to start a business. Um, I mean, that's like co-signing a note for $300,000 right now. For somebody that's never owned a business, never ran a business, never did anything like this. The trust from Karen and my parents. What? When he came, this is awesome. (laughs) Karen, for lots of reasons that maybe we'll get to. So he comes to you with this idea. Uh Uh-huh. And what do you say? Oh, I think for the most part, I probably backed him. I probably said, if this is what you think is good, go for it. It's interesting to me that you don't see the fact that you don't really recall it suggest suggest to me that you weren't totally opposed. No. Because my guess is if you were dead set against this, and and you were at odds uh-huh. that you would remember this, but oh, the fact that yeah, that, but yeah. but the fact that you don't, and yeah. I, all along since we've had the business, Don has made some really good choices, and he's made some bad ones, 
but I always had faith in him that he could do what he set out to do. So the ones that failed, you know, it's like, I know Don, he's an entrepreneur, and he'll, if this doesn't work, he'll go on and do something else. So what made you, what made you realize that? I guess when he got out of the service and went back to school, and he did so well in school, which he didn't do before, <laughs> I knew he was, he was set to do something. Yeah. It was time. Because you saw, you saw, could you, you remember him as a kid and not a great student, but then you saw him become a Pretty man. much of a wiseacre. <laughs> hey, I resemble that remark. <laughs> okay. I mean, d- <laughs> well, we won't get into that. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I, in high school, I really, I, had no desire to date him at the time. Go ahead, tell them what your mother said. <sighs> yes, my mother did say she thought Don would never make anything of himself. Mm-hmm. But she loved him anyway. <laughs> yep, she was she was a very kind woman, and my relationship with her would have never indicated that she said that to Karen. When did you find that out? I think after she passed away, maybe. I I thought it was before that. My mom uh, did not mince words. <laughs> if, if she felt <laughs> like if she felt a certain way, she was going to say it. And my dad had already passed away. How old were you? Uh, Twenty-one. Oh wow, that's right. My guess is we could add that to the list of things that formed you formed as a human me. being. Because I loved my dad. And when he... And you were the baby. Yes. And when he passed away, that was heartbreaking. Mm. And then um, I felt like I couldn't leave mom all by herself with the house. And, you know, would do yard work. Things in the garage, things in the house. <laughs> I learned how to do all kinds of things, so that was not a bad thing. Um, she still does them, by the way. I do. The but yard, the yard work, the. I fix things. You fix things. <laughs> okay. Do you do you fi- but do you fix things so that you have to call someone to fix what you fixed? No. I've been known to do that. <laughs> So I, I now permission not to speak if you don't want. Are you, are you interested in talking about the thing you're dealing with right now? I don't care. Um, I I would talk about it. I have no problem. Um, so you don't you don't have to. But so tell so for the sake of those who are listening, tell 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 them what you're dealing with right now. I have had. Um, Three surgeries for lung cancer. Um, One on my right lung and one on my left, but two surgeries on my left. And they just discovered recently that they're showing up again. Mm -hmm. And they're not just showing up in my lung, they're showing up other places. So they put me through um, three sessions of radiation, um, which has made my breath short, you know, 
I'm more short of breath. Um, and I've had some fluid drained off my lung, and now I have more. So next Friday, I have to have that done again. It's not pleasant. No. <laughs> but um, that's what I'm going through. So this is, this is <laughs> cancer part two mm-hmm. for you, right? Yeah. Um, my guess is we can add that to the list of things that have formed you as a human being. Oh, yes. Um, I used to love to smoke, and that is probably the whole problem. Yeah. And it took me a long time not to. Do you feel? Do you still find yourself wanting to have a cigarette? Yes. Yeah, I'll bet. Mm-hmm. There are certain times where... And I used to say, actually, if I find out I have any more cancer, I'm going back to smoking. But I wouldn't at this point. It's just, it would probably kill me. Yeah. So. And so how's the, how is the treatment going? Um, the treatment is over. It was only three sessions, and that ended actually Valentine's Day. And Happy Valentine's. Yeah. We're done. Yeah. Okay. So I, help us, it God. It was. Um, but. There's going to be more coming up, so I'm not sure. They're talking about some immunology, uh, which is different than chemo, and we'll see. How long ago was cancer part one? 2006. Yeah. So it's been a while because we're in 2022. But but the other cancers, uh, actually, I would say this is part four. Okay. Because there was two and three. were different surgeries on different lungs and things like that. Sure. So So I only had they the first one in 2006 I had uh the right lower lobe removed. Then in 2013 and 2016 I had the next two surgeries and another lobe removed. That's right. Um so when we were just on vacation Don got wheelchairs set up and <laughs> I didn't like it but because you just, couldn't you couldn't do I all the walking walk, no yeah. so and it kills and in, me in, in an airport like Charlotte that we went through <laughs> it was it was like a mile in between gates thank, thank yeah. goodness it wasn't Atlanta oh or that sure. yeah oh yeah but when you have a mind that is 50 <laughs> and this stuff starts happening to your body that really sets you back permission to speak honestly here how'd that affect your faith the whole cancer thing strength strength how so i just find myself um boy trusting in i my trust in God is extremely strong, and I truly believe that he knows what's best for me, and whatever happens or whatever he decides, it's his will. I'm, I'm not afraid uh, if I die, <laughs> at least not yet, but... Um, I just know, I know he'll be there and take care of me. And 
How are you feeling about all this? Um, my I, The way I look at my role is to support Karen in any way that I can to um, help her. I mean, certainly we talk about decisions and things like that. But in the, I mean, just like going into business, you kind of talk about things and you do it together. In this, however, when she goes into an operating room or into have radiation, I'm not going in there. It's it's her alone. So we can talk about whatever we want, but there's a place where she goes without me. But that's a place that she's going with God. And, and so... For me, I just try to do all the support. It's like arranging for her to get wheelchairs in the airport. Um, we went and played golf and telling the people at the golf courses, look, she can't walk very far. They give you a flag to put in your cart so you can yeah. drive right up to the greens and it stuff. It was nice. So I, I just try to do the little things that can make it a little easier for her. I love cooking. So if we have people over, I do the cooking and yeah. and, and things like that. It, it's just I'm a support role, and I'm uh, somebody to fall back on when, but when to she's me, alone. To me, they're big things. And you say you don't go into radiology with me or whatever, but you do, whether you like it or not. You're right here. Yeah. I'm pointing at my head. <laughs> Um, yeah, I, I know I'll be okay. It, you know, I've, so I've been your pastor for coming up on 10 years. Yeah. So I remember 2013. Mm -hmm. I remember 2016. What strikes me differently this time around, I think you seemed more scared. Back then. Back then. Probably. I, I just that again. It, it, it may be a you know some you know sometimes we sometimes we mask it well. My sense is, it just that's what seem you you just seemed Karen. You seemed to me more confident than you did six years ago. That's good. I think a lot has happened in six years to me too. I was going to say it, it's it's almost like you you've learned in six years that. Christ really does go with you in all things. But I knew that. N- knowing maybe, it. Maybe, yeah. Knowing it, right? And, and, and living through it and walking through it a few times. Mm-hmm. Those are different. Those are different. Okay. Right? Uh, it kind of gets back to, it, ma- it ma- makes me think of something that Don said yeah. about, you, you, you know, how you, part of the, the way you learned perseverance. Yeah. I mean, you had to sit through Grandpa's three-hour-long sermons. <laughs> yes, <right. laughs> but yeah. I'd have been napping. <laughs> oh no, <laughs> Grandpa you, wouldn't let no, that, that happen. I know. You and you and <laughs> me both, sister. You and me both. Oh, it it is fascinating the journeys that we take. And I've lost some people too, close people. Um, you know, my brother-in-law, John's brother. Um, his sister's husband, my sister, and my very best friend, 
Oh, all yeah, that's right. All in fairly short order here. Yeah. So, um, well, that's that's been hard too. But yeah. So if if you were going to give advice, I'll start with you. Okay. And then and and then and then go to Don. All right. If you're if you're going to give advice to a young Christian couple looking to get married, what's your advice? Number one, of course, God. You have to have faith. I don't know how even even my my own kids. Um I don't know how you could get through with some of the times you go through without having faith. I would also tell them to communicate. Um, you know, be open with each other and just trust in each other, respect each other. All of that. Yeah. How about you, Dan? Well, to me, it would be, Karen's mentioned a lot of them, like starting a marriage in Christ, without a doubt, I don't know that we would be celebrating our 47th anniversary had Christ not been in our lives. But, uh, but not being selfish. Um, that's hard. Yeah, <laughs> that's really hard. But but I mean, when I, when I look way back at, yeah. she's earning money and for five years without me taking a paycheck. She was so unselfish um, to do that. And without that, um, and, and truly with Karen and I, it's, it's a lot of give and taking support um, when you need it. I mean, as Karen mentioned, I've had my failures in things I want to try, and she's always been a support. Karen is, you know, her trials are with her health, and I try to support her as, as much as I can. So, you know, just making sure that Christ is in your life, that you're unselfish, and that you give support. Love it. Those are two very important pieces of advice. Are you listening? <laughs> <laughs> so my, my wife and I are coming up on 22 years of marriage. Right. Yeah. Uh, and we, we've got a lot of those lessons learned, and we've got a lot of lessons that we're still learning. Uh, and I, th I think that's something that we, that I've picked up even from the marriage team, uh, the marriage ministry team here at St. Paul's, and uh, from watching even you guys interact. Mm. Right. Is um, you're you're always willing to learn from each other. You're always willing to learn something. Um, like uh, you didn't know that he was first in line for mail call. No, right. <laughs> I didn't. Right, and so there's something you learn, right? Uh, and we can continue to learn about each other, uh, which actually points us back to continuing to together learn about Christ and all that He has given us, and the depth and the breadth and the height of of what His sacrifice on the cross means mm -hmm. for us, right? As we uh, endeavor to see Christ in all things. I want to thank you too a ton for being here. Absolutely. This is exactly it, it this is it, because there were some things that we knew but we also discovered some things here. I mean uh, amongst 
the four of us, and even between the two of you, yeah, there is for those of you who are listening, right, we we make a point when we introduce this podcast, and in when we exit the podcast, about the importance of being in person. Yeah. So this is cool to listen in on. It's, but it's way cooler to it be is, in the room and it is, watch it all unfold. It is massively, <laughs> massively better in person. Absolutely. And so that's, for those of you who are listening, that's our encouragement. Uh, part of a final encouragement to you is these folks have a pastoral relationship with us. Yeah. And I, I look forward to teaching on this podcast, and that's important. Mm-hmm. This this is what it's all about. Oh yeah. This is this is what it's all about. Um, God bless you too. Thank you very much uh, for you. being with us. Thank you for having we us. Enjoyed. We really appreciate yeah. it. Blessings. For show notes and other information about this or other episodes of Christ in All Things, visit ChristInAllThings.org. Comments may be emailed to comments at ChristInAllThings.org. To support Christ in All Things, click the donate page at either ChristinAllThings.org or SPLCO.org. In thanks for a one-time gift of $100 or more, you receive a pair of nerdy blue light blocking glasses with the Christ in All Things logo on them. Pastor Shockman loves these. <laughs> that is so not true. Patrons who subscribe for a monthly gift of $20 or more will have early access to the show and receive some on-air clapping. As well as a pair of Wisconsin-made Christ in All Things hiking socks. Gifts of $1,000 or more will receive thunderous on-air clapping. <laughs> and a word of thanks. Plus a handmade leather Christ in All Things folio by the Murdy Creative Company. For a gift of $10,000 or more, we will go bleeping bananas. <laughs> Do a happy dance and take the show on the road to your home or wherever it is you'd like to fly us to record with you. All post-production surplus supports youth ministry at St. Paul's. Thank you for your support. Christ in All Things is a production of St. Paul's Lutheran Church, 210 East Pleasant Street, Oconomowoc, Wisconsin. For more information about St. Paul's, visit splco.org, email us at info at splco.org, or call us at 262-567-5001. Intro, outro music, setting by Joseph Hurl, copyright 1998, Concordia Publishing House, used with permission.